Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detaille along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, and Charlie Long. We're going to go to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. And uh, we have on the line with us the uh, lady head basketball coach of the Lady Tigers, Kim Mulkey. Kim, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Well, it's good to be with you guys. We just got to the hotel, so you timed it just right. Kim, uh, it's got to make you feel good. Uh, Sunday, you know, it's a 6 o'clock sort of game. And uh, to see a record crowd there for women's basketball, and that that you, you're not halfway up the mountain yet on your journey uh, to get this team to the top like you wanted to. But how people have embraced – uh, Tiger women's basketball is amazing in this short period of time. Well, that tells you how passionate folks are when you uh, can support a winner in Louisiana. We are way ahead of schedule. Um, the electricity in that building Sunday, and we've just won games, guys. We haven't won championships yet, but if people will come and support what we're doing now, they'll come a day when we do win championships and uh, I can't imagine it getting any better than it is right now. Now, um, you know, Coach Walker, when you look at like and all the players, the great players that you've coached all throughout your career, uh, who you play with, who you've coached, whatever, and I like history. And I look at SEC history, whatever. How about Angel Reese, streak of 23 consecutive double-doubles to start this season, the longest in SEC history. She needs one more, my understanding, uh, double-double to break the LSU record of uh, 27 in the season. S- said by uh, Silvio uh, Fouls. Fouls, yeah. Yes. yeah. I, mean, I mean, come on. That, that's, that doesn't happen by accident. Well, she's talented, Bobby. That kid's got special talent, and uh, she's just so uh, – she's just a beast, man, on the board. She gets her own misses. She's strong. She's a good-sized kid. But yet athletic, she can take you off the dribble. Uh, Certainly we use her more inside a lot, but uh, that kid could go and play the three for us and take people off the dribble. And uh, she has to work for it. You know, this is the first time in Angel's college career that she's played this many minutes. When she was at Maryland, I looked at the stats, and she may have averaged 25 minutes a game, and a lot of that honestly had to do with she stayed in foul trouble. And we're going to guard you. So it's not like all of a sudden she comes here and doesn't guard anybody. But I told her, I said, if you want to become a big dog, you're going to have to play like a big dog day in and day out. And you have to play extended minutes. And uh, other than losing to South Carolina, and we we were dominated in that game, uh, she's been very consistent in in what she does. Now, uh, Coach Mulkey, I know you don't pay attention to this, but as fans, uh, we do, um, that the seeding. And you're starting, uh, you know, SEC tournament and all that. And then 
uh, whether you're a top four seed or not, or the top number two seed. How, how do you approach that? Because because I think the skins you have on the wall, that almost you should be rewarded a top four seed because it fluctuates like, uh, I mean, it could be a few days uh, that, well, that you're not a number one seed, you're number one, you know, you're a top number two seed. Or how, what's your take on that? Well, let's let's back up a little bit and let's talk about when you're talking about rankings, I think our fans, and, and we need to educate them a little bit, rankings mean nothing. You'll see the AP rankings come out. You'll see the coaches' poll rankings come out. That's wonderful. It helps us in recruiting. It's great recognition. You'd rather be ranked than not ranked. Those polls have zero, absolutely nothing to do with the NCAA seeding. There's a committee of, I think, 16, and they sit down and they look at a lot of things. Ultimately, they look at your net. Obviously, that's not all that they look at because our net has been anywhere from two to three to four to five, which is outstanding. So they keep harping on, I say they, I don't know that the committee has said anything, but they keep harping on through the media, our non-conference strength of schedule. And I will repeat it again. I won't apologize to anybody and no one will tell me who I need to play. When that non-conference strength of schedule was done, I had one returning starter. If there's one thing I learned from the best in the business, don't ever overschedule. I think there are many teams that have overscheduled in our league, and consequently they're not being rewarded for it, in my opinion. And they lost a lot of games because they overscheduled. Now, then along comes these kids in the transfer portal, so now I'm a little bit better than I thought I would be when the schedule was completed. Right. So it's being held against us. It's almost like they're looking at that non-conference strength of schedule more than they are the net. And that's okay. If we stay as the first number two seed, you're still going to be paired with the fourth number one seed, and you're going to have to play each other. So I've won national championships when we were the two seed. I've won them when we were the favorite and the one seed. The bottom line is this time of year, you're going to just have to play great, and it doesn't matter. You're going to have to beat good teams to win it all and to even get to a Final Four. Now, Coach Walker, how do you, like, uh, put pressure on? Obviously, uh, you go from high school to college, and, uh, you know, if you're in the WNBA, whatever – when you look at uh, like all SEC teams, and then you look at like freshmen and, and their contribution, uh, you have a couple of players. Uh, if I, hopefully, I'm pronouncing their name right. I can pronounce Johnson and Smith. I don't know if it's like Flo J, Flo J, like I'll fly away, Flo J, Flo J, and uh, Samaya. If I'm is that right? Uh, I yes, mean, uh, and both those young ladies, Bobby, are freshmen, and they were both rewarded this week with um, all freshman team in the SEC. Flage was uh, freshman of the year, and look, they're getting minutes. Uh, a lot of freshmen across the country don't really hit the floor for significant minutes till they're sophomores, juniors, or seniors. They have been thrown to the wolves this year, and um, it's good for them. And uh, I think that um, it's that's your future. We're, you know, that's the evolution of going from being a freshman to a senior someday. And these minutes that they're getting are so valuable. Um, you know, they they understand they're not as big or as strong or as fluid as the older ones, the experienced ones. But those older ones have helped those young ladies grow. 
Now, um, you know, Coach Malky, uh obviously I've talked a number of times we've had you on about uh, Angel Reese, uh, but what about also first team All-SEC Alexis uh, Morris? I mean, well, uh, she's, yeah. she, Bobby, she's as, she's as smooth as, as they come. If you go back to our loss to South Carolina, really uh, Alexis was the only one that showed up and played to her potential. And um, she's here. Uh, she's quick as lightning. She can shoot the perimeter shot. She can take you off the dribble. Uh, she has a story uh, and a background that would be a bestseller if she ever wrote a book. That young lady was dismissed by me her freshman year at Baylor, and she went Whoa. to two more schools and uh, came. And when she saw I got the LSU job, she, please, Coach, I need you in my life. I need to come back and play for you. And how many athletes do that? When athletes right. get dismissed for whatever reason, it's always the coach's fault. And the parents want to gripe. It's always the coach's fault. It's always someone else's fault. She has had stories written about her, and she said, how can you blame a coach? A coach doesn't want to dismiss people. What happened to me, I did to myself. And that is why she's back with me because she has such a wonderful story to tell to those athletes who make mistakes but get second chances in life. Coach, uh, one of the things right after the Mississippi State game you brought up to everybody is that, uh, hey, I've never won an SEC champion. I've never been in the SEC tournament and been a winner and come out of that with a win. And and that's a a goal for us. Well, you better believe it is. Listen – we have not arrived. We are people are going crazy right now. If you hadn't been to a game, it's it's a show, and it's awesome. But guys, we have not arrived. This is my second year. We have not won a championship yet. We have won games. We are competing now, and we're heading in the right direction ahead of schedule. But we haven't arrived yet. The fans are doing their part, the season ticket holders, the administration has given us everything we need. Uh, we just, we're just a recruiting cycle, a player or two away for really, really competing for those championships. Coach, uh, we had one of the texters uh, ask us about your opinion on Bob Starkey, who long-time uh, coach and now back at LSU and the impact uh, he's had. Let me tell you what, Bob Starkey – He's, he's just awesome. He should have been a head coach. He could have been a head coach. He was the interim head coach that took LSU to a Final Four when they had all the stuff happen to the program. But that's not what he wants. That's not his calling in life. And I'm telling you, I could sit down on the bench. I could sit down at practice every day and let him run the show. He knows when to interject. He knows when to be hard on them. Uh, he knows when to be soft on him. He's just he, – he's hes the best I've ever had as an associate head coach because not only does he know X's and O's, he knows the psychology of how you motivate kids. And um, it's so great that he, he just fit right in. I mean, he's been around, guys. He coached Shaquille O'Neal on the men's side with yeah. Dale Brown. Uh, you know, he just knows the business. And um, it's just been a great match, and uh, I'm blessed. Now, uh, Coach Mulkey, uh, obviously you being a championship coach, uh, you look as a player or a coach, Louisiana Tech, you look at Baylor, uh, you look at uh, the success that UConn has had uh, through the years, you look at Pat Summit at Tennessee, so you can go on and on, then you look where South Carolina's at. But then it's a different animal right now. When you think of the transfer portal, 
and, uh, you know, uh, to be involved with that. Uh, I don't know how much you can educate me, maybe more with name, image, and likeness. But what is your take if you look in the crystal ball, let's say, like, beyond this season, like 24, 25, 26, what is going to take, or do you think you'll have dynasties maybe, like what you accomplished at Baylor or Pat Summit at Tennessee or UConn, or is it going to be a mixed bag? What's your take going forward? Well, before NIL, uh, you know, the the parity in women's basketball was getting better. Back in my day when I played, there were three or four schools, and that was it. Those schools got all the the recruits. Those schools were always in the Final Four. But now uh, with NIL, it changes – it changes everything. You're going to see more transfers. You're going to see starters transferring. Bobby, back yeah. in our day, you transferred because you didn't get on the field and right. you didn't yeah. get on the court. Right. These kids transfer because they see social media and they see, oh, my God, look what they're doing at LSU. Oh, my God, look what they're doing at these other schools. And they want to be a part of that. Now, transferring can be good and bad. We, we will lose transfers. But we also have been the recipient of great ones, Angel Reese being an example. But it's here to stay. And I know initially I would bet 90% of coaches across the country were not for it. You spend your whole life recruiting and investing in kids and all the money and the time and the development. And then, bam, they just decide, "Ah, I'm going over there. They're getting a little bit more collective money from their NIL deals. Or "Ah, I'm going over there because my girlfriend moved. Or I'm going over there because my boyfriend moved. That's the world we live in. Uh, but what you hope happens is that you get more transferring in than you get transferring out. Coach, uh, impact of what you've done in the last year and a half, say two years, and for outside the region, and I'm talking about outside the region of Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, of how much impact has that – are you getting feedback about the LSU program from maybe from the Northeast or from out West on, on your program today? Well, absolutely we will, but you start in state. you got to get the best in the state to stay in Louisiana, and, boy, are we doing that. We just signed Michaela Williams, the number one kid in the entire country. We just signed the number one recruiting class out of high school yep. in November. But now we're still going to pull in some transfers with that. Then you work regionally. you got to get kids from Mississippi that are good, Alabama, Arkansas, Texas. anything that's around us, Texas, you bet. <laughs> The deal with Texas, though, guys, is they have so many schools that those kids can right. choose from. And the state of Texas could be its own country. It takes eight <laughs> hours right. to get from one side of the state to the other side of the state. So take care of your state. Take care of your region. And then go pick those kids that will leave home and come south and come to our culture and play. Coach, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. I know it was kind of a tight schedule, but we appreciate you coming on each and every week. And uh, always a pleasure and always great insights. Well, uh, you know, Coach Malky, as, as we let you run, uh, this is from Sam and Hammond. Uh, the ladies got my vote, NCAA Coach of the Year. That's Coach Malky. Well, you tell him thank you, but all I want is to win a championship for LSU before I retire. Tell him all those Coach of the Years and all those trophies, all they do is collect dust. Coach, thanks right, so coach. much for joining us. Best of luck. Thanks, guys. All righty. That was Kim Mulkey, uh, women's head basketball coach at LSU. And, man, she is a uh, content machine every time she comes on with us. Well, uh, listen, LSU shouldn't be uh, women's basketball. They should not be uh, the top number two seed. They should be one of four 
when you have, you know, uh, the number well, one seed. But she gave a good explanation right, 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 to right, it right. and why maybe some of that's being questioned. Yeah, now, again, of the schedule and you, you got to kind of know. Come on. Uh, and, and she's right about it. We've seen teams not only uh, – but how much has changed in college football, Bob, about scheduling early? Every once in a while, you'll see, like, Georgia played Oregon and LSU, Florida State. Okay, Francis, we talked uh, about this earlier. Uh, Mike, uh, Georgia, uh, okay, next year we just had uh, the guy. So they substituted uh, Ball State Instead of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Right. What? (laughs) I mean, come on. You got to know your team. Ball State, I know by Ball Crab. (laughs) I don't know by Ball State. So, again, we want to thank Kim Ball Shrimp. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 87. Ball State. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 